0: God did not create evil, therefore what he created was good and perfect. But what did he create when he created this thing he called good? Was it the physical world along with its death and decay or have we been led astray? The city of God cannot be overwhelmed by evil or defeated. It is a spiritual city that exists regardless of the pattern of evil that hides it from the minds of flesh. We see the evil that is this reality but we see it with our flesh. Our flesh is part of this fallen world. Logos we see with the mind's eye. We see truth but we cannot see it with our eyes of flesh or feel it with our hands of flesh. God is set apart and his truth is set apart from this corruption the flesh inhabits. Ecclesia is a reality beyond the flesh and a truth that cannot be reconciled with the world. The Bible solved all human problems 6,000 years ago when the word spoke the world into existence. The Word made the solutions available to mankind in three different ways. The truth was made available to mankind in Scripture, in the natural world and the way it works, and in the truth of our hearts, which we know of as logical reason. We cannot think wrongly and think right nor will we do well in the world if we lie to ourselves. But the greed of man has permitted him to gamble that he can cheat and win. In truth, God did not solve the problems of the world so much as not create them. His truth is beyond the contamination of the fleshly world of fallen things. Logos is the word and the earthly city of God in which the righteous live. In this discussion Logos is discussed in four parts. One part each discusses the political, consumer, business and science modules of Ecclesia. Sections on how to make money, the basic first steps, and how to plant a church are included. The church are the units that make up the spiritual city, the city of the faithful. God never gave us anything we could not have overcome had we wanted to. But on the other hand, we cannot implement solutions that are integral to logos, outside of logos. There is a reason for this. Note, a is not a program for non-Christians. Non-Christians will not be able to implement the doctrines or teachings of logos, nor will they want to. A is a management system for Christians to manage faith, it is not used to manage property as the liberal system is these systems do not overlap. Introduction, the two management systems. Man has always sought answers to his social problems within a particular social framework that is inherently secular if not atheist. The history of the transformation from tribe to representative democracy and ultimately the NWO are profound and substantial, but every modification has been built on the same management system or way of managing power and property. There is every solution a dominant male his administrators, soldiers, and the plebeians. All liberal management systems are centralized systems of power with a dominant male as the head. These roles are more formal in the later and more elaborate systems, but the players are largely the same. The leader is more ceremonial in some models and more autocratic in others. The administrators are divided and subdivided in different ways, but basically, they all function as a bureaucracy. Democracy is not that far from tribal society or a monarchy. The differences are of degree. The people are given a say in all the models, but in every model the say they are given, is constrained to keep real power away from the base. The people remain at the bottom of the social pyramid regardless of the particularities of the system. The people are more tolerated than celebrated, and tolerated because they are ultimately the source of all wealth and power. The rest of society are largely ceremonial freeloaders whose man-job is preventing freeloading from infecting the base. There is one problem we face and that is the problem of scarcity. It is not just that resources are limited, it is that most of the things we need require inputs in the form of labour assisted by technology to make them accessible to us. It is not that the elites, administrators and security forces add anything to the solution, they make the solution, so far as it is a solution, implementable. The people left to their own devices decay into anarchy and a war of all against all. At least this is what politicians tell us. What we hope to discover here is that there is the management module the elites have been plugging for all of human history, but there is an alternative one. The elites talk about the power of the people, but their version of this is to have the people elect one of the elites to rule and protect the position and power of their class. But we also hope to learn that this model of elites and the people is unimaginative and misleading but we will get to the alternative to the conventional, liberal management system further into the discussion. The political module. What no one seems to understand, whether on the right or the left, is the deep divide between the two worlds or realities. Indeed, it is true to say if there is a thread linking the two peoples of this world, the ones of the spirit and the ones of the flesh, it needs to be cut. If we adhere to scripture and the spirit and truth of the word of the logos, We can have no concourse with the fallen one of the world. This is why simplistic divisions that divide rich from poor or left from right only add to the problem. Living in the Word means those in the Word have nothing in common with those of the flesh. We cannot live in the Word and in the flesh at the same time. It is two distinct ways of living. The flesh, folks, practices democracy, embraces power disparities and administrative hierarchies, and uses the things of God to consolidate their power. The flesh always works to centralize power and build hierarchies. The flesh needs someone to be in charge. A secular organization is always organized from top down. Power is at the apex and the bottom strata have little or no power. Democracy is a system for transferring the power of the masses to the top runs of an organization. The masses do not vote for a leader so much as vote to relinquish power. Democracy is a black art. It takes the spiritual authority of man and transmits it to an agent of the devil. Your power to choose was given to you by God. Democracy reverses the polarity and takes the power you have and transmits it to the negative realm. As above, so below, the reverse polarity of human authority. In Ecclesia, power always remains at the base where it belongs. The faithful utilize subsidiarity as their organizational principle. Believers are locavores. The center of an ecclesia is the association of believers. Ecclesia are relatively flat in that power remains at the base. Ecclesia are formed in accordance with the word of God. A few ecclesiae come together in faith to form a unity of faith. If we feel at risk, we are not in a faith-based organization. The management system we are in matters. We can choose a human hero and put him on top of the Tower of Babel as an idol, or we can retain the dominion given to us by God. It is truly a choice between exploring the mystical black arts of Satan and engaging in the mystical rite in which our spiritual power is transferred to the nether regions of hell, or we exercise our God given right to live in faith. Ecclesia do not permit or allow property to be concentrated in the hands of man, and so power remains distributed as it was distributed by God. The Consumer Module Conventional utopias have limited consumption options, this is because conventional utopias flood the consumer with as much product as possible to avoid scarcity. Scarcity creates conflict. Abundance at this level necessitates standardizing consumption patterns. This was a solution adapted from subsistence cultures. When everyone lives similar to how everyone else does, it is easier to get along with one's neighbors. Ecclesia have scarcity in the sense Ecclesia must make consumption choices. Life is not an all-you-can-consume buffet. There is no scarcity in the sense that people have no or too few consumption choices. To put this another way, everyone is given the same absolute choices. The relative expression of these choices requires everyone to prioritize and to personalize their basket of consumer goods. Equality is such that no one or no group gets to choose all the best of what is available or forced to accept the least wanted option across the board. On the other hand, those who choose recreation over work will not expect the time spent in recreation to not be counted or considered a consumption choice. Ecclesia do not permit double dipping. A credit does not get to be spent twice. If one person wishes to live in a larger house and another person prefers a larger boat, these are available options. No one gets the biggest house, the biggest boat and go to all of the best shows and restaurants, while others live in their car and eat at food kitchens. In fact, there is no charity in Ecclesi because the charity is the organization itself. Charity is a management strategy, but charity represents social failure when it makes one person dependent on the goodwill of another. If we are living in faith, there is no need for charity as an external handout, for we are living in charity. When we live in faith, Everyone has access to a job paying a living wage. Wages are set by the market and represents the value of the average productivity per person per hour. Everyone is able to purchase what they need and want. The business module. Ecclesia is a model city. It is a place where people do not want. It is charitable in its management of resources. Ecclesia is a place that does not resort to private or public ownership of capital as a management strategy. These management systems create power disparities and inequality. They are part of an globalist agenda and reflect the one-world reality. An alliance of private and public agencies is needed to push forward the globalist agenda. This is a continuation of the Babylonian Tower. The globalist agenda is based on a lie concerning the nature of property management. Globalists claim human beings can own or have authority over the things that are gods, the things of this earth. Globalists claim we can own that which is pleasing to the eye. But ultimately this focus on power and property is a lie to hide a lie, the lie that we are all one people. There are two peoples just as there are two ways of managing what we have been given. Humans must manage the land they were given, both on the personal and corporate level. We can possess land and resources for personal use and for community use, but we cannot privatize it nor democratize it. We have dominion means we must manage the resources we have been given. This is a logical and theological truth. The management of our resources cannot be defeated by any type or form of private and public ownership. Land may be ostensibly owned by the people or nation or private interests, but these are all elements of the liberal management system which creates administrative hierarchies. At the top liberal management systems are controlled by a subgroup of elites. Private ownership is the democratization of land. After being subdivided one person is given conditional authority over each parcel. Charitable ownership is logical and moral and consistent with the management of a dominion. To set up a charitable dominion requires three persons and what they have and can do. There is no need for banks, government grants, large outlays of capital, or lawyers. Each member of the coalition helps the others in their own unique way. If tools, equipment and other forms of capital are involved, the ownership and management is transferred to the charitable dominion. The donor receives a charitable receipt for the donation provided. Charitable dominions cover all physical assets. This is especially so when it comes to the land. The lands of the dominion are a political jurisdiction. Donors work for the charitable institution and are paid by the same. Charitable receipts are used as payment and as a unit of account. As the dominion increases in size more and more goods and services are provided. Donors are always paid for the work they do in the charitable dominion. To understand how large public works are provided see the management module. The science module. Science is the search for truth. This definition fell out of fashion because science was not able to establish what the truth is. Empirical science is not much more than a form of circular confirmation. To do science one looks multiple pantries for food and concludes all food is in the pantry. This is inductive reasoning. But there is no number of positive signs of confirmation that is sufficient to remove the threshold of doubt. To ask for a proof using induction is to be incoherent. In short, the possibility of a perfect proof of God is not available to science using the process of induction. Scientists know by deductive reasoning the empirical process cannot prove empirical truths are the only truth. Any effort to do so only substantiates the position that empiricism is at best a method of validating inductive propositions. But inductive propositions never rise to the level of an analytical or logical truth. Inductive truths are contingent, probabilistic and relative. This is not the substance that real truth is made of. The basis of any experiment is deduction. Induction may be used to develop the subject matter, as when the scientist looks at all the cases of a disease and narrows down the possible sources to one or two factors. But the test itself is the product of deductive thinking. The scientist decides if he does this test the logical outcome is it will produce a viable result. Scientists do not look at all possible tests to see which one will produce the results wanted. The question is how the researcher gets to the answer as to which experiment will produce a conclusive result. Induction is accumulative. Deduction is subtractive. But at the moment there is no search for truth because there is no path to the truth and no sense of what truth is. There is no path by which lies can be sloughed away. How does one have truth without objectivity, without a standard of comparison that is not subjective? How does anyone establish what is true when truth has become dependent on individual's endocrine system? Law is created by governments to create a semblance of order. But at the root of all law is someone's personal opinion about what is right and wrong. There is no objective way using the scientific method to determine one action ought to be outlawed and another activity permitted. But this is why the world has laws that give absolute power to a dictator. The liberal system makes it illegal to talk negatively about one group but okay to denigrate a similar group. There is no objective justification for this, but there are political reasons. Empiricists think science is objective because it relies on various kinds of gauges and measuring tools. Scientific instruments compared the strength of an impact using different kinds of sensors. By measuring the speed at which two cars accelerate, we know in an objective way which car has the fastest acceleration. But right and wrong cannot be measured empirically because these are not quantifiable factors. To follow science is to deny God. Science is a tool not an idol. We cannot follow it, we can only use it guided by the values bequeathed by God. The Management Module When people come together as a church what they are doing is coming together as a management team. The team forms a new identity under God. The Ecclesia is not about the individuals in the team but about the team as a manifestation of the body of Christ. The Ecclesia is the owner of record for all assets. The charitable institution represents Christ and assumes ownership of all assets. The Ecclesia is a charitable institution with a mission to manage risk. Ecclesia purchase assets by means of an equity for asset swap. The Ecclesia issues bonds equal in value to the assets transferred. These bonds can be cashed in for preferred shares issued by the Ecclesia. Ecclesiae are governed by local and general councils. Limited councils are 12 levels high and general councils are 12 sectors wide. Limited councils are horizontally part of a general council, and each general council is vertically constructed from limited councils. Each council is headed by a chairperson. The chairs of the lower councils form the members of the next higher level council. The ecclesia is fractal and modular. Councils operate under the principle of subsidiarity. Goods and services are priced according to the labour theory of value. Each of the 12 sectors represents a different occupation, Example: the construction sector, the health and welfare sector, the educational sector and so on. A local council administrates each occupational sector. A general council deals with intersectional issues. Economic development and the transfer of resources between sectors are examples of things a general council would adjudicate. All work done by members is paid for. There are no volunteers. Ecclesia uses only paid labor, even students and housewives are paid a living wage. If the work adds value to the ecclesia, it is paid for. If a behavior does not cover its own costs, penalties are adjudicated before the ecclesia council. All work is paid for in prefers, and prefers are used to purchase goods and services. Prefers are preferred shares and are never inflationary. Prefers are paid into the attached to the appropriate account that generated the value. Individuals buy consumer goods and services, councils purchase infrastructure. Both types of customers buy from the councils using prefers. A national council purchases roads and other infrastructure projects for the nation from the national council whereas a state- or provincial-level council will purchase infrastructure that serves the state or province. Neighbourhoods, cities and regions all have their councils and these purchase infrastructure from the sectors as needed, using prefers as the unit of account. When a purchase is made, the seller's account is credited, and the buyer's account is debited. Prefer accounting is never inflationary and produces no interest-bearing debt.